0: Hi, I'm Anthony Magnabosco, and I took a left at the valley. You sure you didn't get lost at the valley?
1: <laughs> I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists, you know. We don't have non-astrologers and all that. But with the religious people taking over the world, I mean, we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner. I'm proud to be an atheist, a skeptic, a non-believer, an infidel, a heathen, I call it how I see it just call it faith and
0: unsubstantiated claims something would be Coming at you from Burning BC, this is Left of the Valley. My name is Kevin, and I don't need the Heimlich maneuver. Just give me some Draeno and walk away. Joining me as usual is a team that visited the Virgin Island once. Now they're just the eyes. She once played with blocks and made the pyramids. The Egyptian took credits. Nancy.
2: It was the Great Wall. Now you switched and it was... The, I mean, I did both. Yeah, I was just expecting you to... because the, the, the wall was bigger longer.
0: <laughs> it was a bigger project. It was a
2: bigger project.
0: And there's a name for those who defy her. They're called organ donors. Kristen.
3: <laughs> there's a reason why you can't name anybody left against me today, Kevin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ladies, welcome back. I hope you had a great week. We did. How about yours? Oh, well, it was pretty cool. Uh, nice and hot. Oh, God, was it ever hot. As per typical. And you know what? We got some cookies and some uh, coffee, and our little friend, Dominic, is back. Hello. He brought us cookies and coffee. Did I you guys try it yet?
3: Bed. He's trying to warm his way
0: in. We is. need to
2: be well fortified
0: today. With Dominic, <laughs> part of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hey Dominic, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good, glad to see you back. Uh, hopefully uh, we don't scare you away again this time.
3: <laughs> why would I be scared well, away? Christina's not here, so we're good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right, <laughs> only one of them mail, And we have a couple more guests. Nancy, they're your guests, so why don't you introduce them?
2: Oh, well, okay. We've got guests from North Dakota. And, Wait a
0: minute. Yes? North Dakota?
2: North Dakota. I thought that
0: was an invention of the media. That yeah. actually exists? There,
2: there is. There's a north and <laughs> the south, and the north is closest to Canada. So, actually, they can go. They can go. I'm talking about them without even naming them.
0: Because, you know, <laughs> I read a book about a guide to the U.S., and it was the first uh, first uh, five pages were blank, and it says, see, that's North Dakota.
2: <laughs> is that true? Is that true? Okay, hmm. we've, got, we've got Ramsey and Parker.
0: Ramsey and, yeah, and Parker. Yeah, they're going to do a lot of listening, hey. and hopefully
2: they'll do, they'll do some talking.
0: Nice, <laughs> welcome.
2: Yeah, welcome. Hi.
0: No, Ramsey and Parker, that so sounds like a... <laughs> crime-fighting duo detective, you know? If fighting
2: crime involves cookies and coffee. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess that works.
2: <laughs> We're closest to the well, cookies, if, he, so. if he stole the cookies and coffee from place, we got a crime in Broadway. Well,
0: I don't know. Dominic made him, so he <laughs> <laughs> might want to wait five minutes to make sure it goes We're down. down. On
2: my hey!
0: Are you testing my ability to bake cookies? No, just your motivation. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Uh, So today we'll be talking to our old friend uh, Michael E. Sparks, and we'll be talking nothing but politics. It's going to be a different show today, uh, because, you know, it's just so much in the news. So what can we say about that? But first, let's do a bit of chit-chat. Okay, did you guys hear that uh, Mr. Alex Jones is off the air on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and even iTunes? Wait, did he get banned? He got banned.
2: Can they make that? The, can they make that a national holiday in the U.S.? The it's day, a conspiracy,
0: actually. It's a conspiracy. Got, got tossed those, off the airways. It's those gay frogs. Those oh. gay frogs got him banned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, long,
2: I, long overdue. I mean, free speech is free speech, and we all are behind free speech. But thank goodness that guy's. Banned. Well, the, I hope forever. The,
0: the funny thing is, we actually have two American guests, and they can certainly pronounce themselves on how they feel about that issue. Yeah. Especially since it's a U.S. Cent, uh, centric issue. Yeah. So, ladies, I want to put you on the spot. How do you feel about Alec Jones?
2: Well,
3: I don't think I've ever heard of him, actually.
0: You never heard about no. gay frogs?
3: What? No. Well, who is he?
0: They're pedophile demons.
3: It, and he was he, on the air?
0: Oh, he's a he's a huge shock jock. I'm, I'm actually surprised you've never heard about him. No. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's a Which huge... Which is a good
2: thing. I yeah. mean, I'm glad that... It the, is a good thing. He's a conspiracy theorist oh, yeah. guy. He's to the right. Anything he makes up, he feels he's entitled to spew over the airwaves. And I guess he's been on, what, for how many... How long has he been on? For quite a while,
0: actually. For it's been quite a while. Several years.
2: Yeah. And he spreads a lot of hate and he spreads a lot of disinformation and a lot of Fox viewers feel that he is the um the the, the pillar of, of virtue yeah. and the, the fountain of knowledge and they would rather quote Alex Jones, than they would real news, and that's been part of the problem of fake news. I was going to probably...
3: say, uh, is, he, was he, is he on fake new, or Fox News? Uh, actually, um, he's Fox I... News gone into
0: overdrive. Yeah. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: He's got his own show called Infowars.
2: Infowars.
0: Uh, and uh, yeah, he's Fox News is actually mild compared to this guy. He's he, he's he's the kind of guy that uh, basically will say, like uh, Sandy. Remember Sandy Hook? Yes, he thinks Sandy Hook is a false flag, and uh, these these children being shot—all that—all crisis actors and all that. This is what he actually spews on air. Yeah. Now fa- Facebook, iTunes, wow. YouTube basically said no, enough, enough of this stuff, right? So uh, a lot of people are. Uh, torn on this idea because uh, some people are saying you know you're censoring free speech, but at the same time these are private companies that have done that. It's not the government that came in and decided to pull the plug on Mr. Jones.
3: Exactly, and they can say, well, I'm not promoting that type of hate speech.
0: Exactly. The funny thing, the difference is, in Canada, this kind of speech would not go, because we do have free speech, uh, to explain to the ladies here, uh, we do have free speech like the Americans, but not quite unfeathered like you guys have. You cannot, in Canada, incite hate. So, for example, the Westboro Baptist Church tried to come up here uh, last year, was it last year? To pick at some funeral, and they weren't allowed to actually come in the country because... They were here to just incite hate. Wow. So Alex Jones would not be able to have this show up here either. So I guess there is a debate that we can have whether it's better to have our form of free speech or the American form. That is really up for debate. Personally, I I, I think I prefer our style. But uh, anyway, so now um, that Mr. Jones is off the air, I think I want to start a rumor. I want to start, let's start a rumor. Oh, God. The rumor is Alex Jones didn't get kicked off the air, he deleted himself. It was a false flag. And he's just doing that because he's a crisis actor. So let's start that rumor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the the question is then, where is he going to pop up next? Because do you, do you think he's the kind of guy that's going to go quietly into that good night, or no. is he going to form another way what, what for him to you know to, to
0: they do have to, to an to info do. some kind of info war app, yeah, and apparently okay. that app just uh, shot up in popularity right away after he got banned from there. So, but I think per, oh, this is my personal prediction. I got, hopefully I'm, I'm I'm right about this. I think over time. His viewership is just going to diminish and diminish as the least because YouTube was really his main um, mode of transportation, if you wish, to people to spew his message. And I think yeah. that now that that is gone, I don't think people are just going to flock to his app all the time like people flock to YouTube.
2: Well, I'm, I'm I'm hoping he crashes and burns, but he may have enough of an audience to where you know they will be willing to fund him, you know, on his own own channel. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see. We'll follow it. We'll have to see. Yeah.
0: Um, And, of course, the big news I want to talk about this week is uh, the... (laughs) Do you think the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has lost its mind? Yes. Um, A
4: little bit? A little
0: bit? Yeah, a little bit, for sure. So, uh, in Saudi Arabia, they arrested humanist Samar Badawi. Now, Samar Badawi, if you remember, she's the wife of Rafe Badawi, and he was an atheist blogger that was condemned to 10 years in jail and 1,000 lashes for being an atheist. Now, she was granted Canadian citizenship. Right? So she's a Canadian citizen, and they arrested her. Now, the, the Canadian foreign minister tweeted, uh, urging Saudi Arabia to reconsider and to release Badawi. Then Saudi Arabia accused Canada of interfering in, in internal affairs. There's even a Saudi youth organization that posted a photo of the CN Tower in Toronto with an airliner heading towards it like 9-11. Saying He who interferes with what doesn't concern him finds what doesn't please him. And, of course, that made front lines right away because yeah. it looked like a, a, another 9-11 threat towards Canada this time. Um, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia considers the Canadian position an attack. They kicked out the Canadian ambassador, and they recall their, uh, their uh, theirs as well, and they gave two weeks for students, I believe there's about 16,000 students, to return to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, cut off their funding altogether, uh, and as well as patients, the hundreds of patients that are in Canadian hospitals getting treatment.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole thing is, is so out, outrageous and over the top, but he, and you understand that what they're trying to do is to warn off other countries from yes. criticizing them. Yes. But to do that, they're really hurting their own pop- Yes. The, the people who are, are being sanctioned, if you can use that word, are not the Canadians, are their their own people. Mm-hmm. Because in in recalling the students a lot of those students happen to be medical students who are receiving fellowships and scholarships to be able to come to Canada in various specialties so they can go back to Saudi Arabia and have the top level um, type of care, medical care for their own population and now they have doctors who are almost ready to be certified almost ready to take their exams so they can practice in canada or you know in in saudi arabia and they're they're cut off they they no longer have the funds and what you know and i think there are about if i'm not mistaken there there may be close to a thousand uh, student, medical students and doctors who mm-hmm. are in pr- in practice that you know are, are no longer going going to. Be so it's able going to, to become a free.
0: huge pain for these students because they if they yeah. have to go back to, to Saudi Arabia without completing their their, their studies, yeah. and Now they have to find somewhere else, and will their exactly. Canadian studies be accredited in whichever country they go, or do they have to start from scratch? I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's I a mean, it, huge pain in the ass. Yeah, I was I was listening to that part of it, and I can only hope that there is some cooperation and some compassion, absolutely. you know, for, for the doctors where, you know, some of the other countries say, well, this is, this is an exception, you know, and we are trying to make sure that people do get an education and can be helpful. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see, but it's just, it's rotten. Well, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I it's, mean, I could pick a more elegant word, but it's just rotten.
3: We don't need a more elegant word. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous Yeah, that all of this hard work that these students put in and now, and then just to, like, pull the rug out from under them and be like, no, over this petty thing. Like, no, well, you just have to come back. We're pulling all the funding. Isn't a there a yeah,
2: law? Yeah, plus patients, that, who are exactly. patients who are undergoing treatment are also... Prostatic. Yes, exactly.
4: Sorry, what yeah. you're saying? Isn't there a law that you can't do said th- such thing even if they're on opposite soil?
0: Uh, isn't that not really. breaking really. They're, no. they're, they're no. citizens, so they, they no. really, you know, it's... Uh, It's their citizen. They have the right to recall them if they want That should be a law, though. Oh, well.
2: Well, you get into international sovereignty, and that can be a very tricky tricky thing eventually it will work itself out what's, but in the meantime it's a pain and the you know what. what's
0: interesting is uh, we're going to see how many of these people that are being recalled are going to choose enough i'm not going well, yeah. i'm going to stay even if it's illegal to stay i just might do that mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting
2: yeah I, I wondered i wondered that as well. well
0: so so the guy the guy is a prince mohammed bin salman he halted the exchange programs. He halted the Saudi flights, all the the flights from the Saudi airlines to Toronto. He ha- he halted the wheat and grain imports and trade relationships worth about $4 billion a year. And uh, our exports to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is $1.12 in 2017, or 0.2%. It's nothing. This doesn't even hurt us financially at all. It's really, it's a, a petulant, Prince child grabbing his toys and going back home because he's not happy with what we said about him.
2: And when all is said and done, we really need to to give props to Trudeau because he did exactly the right thing. His criticism was something that all countries do to one another without... Maybe you ruffle a few feathers, but it was justified. Absolutely. And he did not retract, you know, and give in because there have been countries. I think it was the U.S., as a matter of fact, a couple of years ago that did um, uh, criticize, but then they pulled back in order to uh, retain some of the Saudi business. But thank you, Trudeau, for standing up for, for Canada and doing the right thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so after that, the Saudi TV started criticizing Canada's human rights records which is <laughs> that's a joke because that same day they had just went which it was last Wednesday, they crucified Crucified somebody that was condemned as a murderer. <laughs> we're the ones that have a hard human rights record, of course. We're just we're such terrible
3: people, Kevin.
0: Uh, we're talking to Michael Sparks today, and uh, he's a big fan of Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, the the senator from Vermont, said that this was outrageous the way Saudi Arabia was reacting to Canada. Uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is sending essentially a message to other countries: don't mess with us. What really <sighs> Drives me a bit nuts about this is our Canadian allies are silent. The US. Didn't say a thing about this. The UK. Yeah, well, are you
2: surprised that the US. No, no, I'm not. On? But even
0: yeah. the UK. Yeah. Decided not to say anything about this. More like they. Like, okay, guys, calm down. No, not even. You know, it's like it's it's cowardly. It is absolutely cowardly.
2: They want to retain the Saudi business. I mean, you know, yeah, they make more business oil, than, than we do, obviously. Trade relationships, and they, you know, for whatever ever reason, you know, they're being they're being protective rather than standing up on principle. So. Mm-hmm. Who's surprised? Come on. No, None of us. Surprised. I exactly. think Parker
3: described it best, the like, high school drama. Went to, uh-huh. I like a bunch of high school girls.
2: Yeah, recalling all the yeah. citizens. <laughs> just sounds like two high school girls in a fight. <laughs> That's
0: about it. And of course, then after that, they decide to dial the crazy up to 11. <laughs> and the, uh, the uh, kingdom of Saudi Arabia decide to claim that Jordan Peterson remember Jordan Peterson is a political prisoner of Justin Trudeau (sighs) this is why I drink
4: Oh, God.
0: You know what? (laughs) If if Saudi Arabia thinks that Jordan Peterson is a a political prisoner, I hope Jordan Peterson goes to Saudi Arabia and claims asylum. (laughs) Go right ahead and keep him. Just
3: take him. Take him away?
0: Yeah. We don't want him. And while you're at it, go to the States and get Justin Bieber, too.
2: (laughs) Please. (laughs) Well, we'll have to see how how it all turns out. Yeah,
0: actually, I'm thinking maybe next week we might actually bring a couple of... uh, Um, Guests in the past that we had on the show that have dealt with Saudi Arabia or, you know, from Egypt and these these parts, and maybe they can help illuminate Mm -hmm. what's been going on there. So I'm working on that, seeing where the story, it's an ongoing story, so we'll see where it goes.
2: Yeah, great idea.
0: All right, my dear Nancy, you got a top 10 for us?
2: Sure I do. Okie dokie. All right, what we're going to do, our top 10, actually we got a twofer. A twofer. We, we got, we got, Ooh. we got a top ten with two elements to it. Absolutely. So this is going double be great. trouble. Okay, this has to do. Speaking of Saudi, it's funny that we're, we're that we're talking about Saudi Arabia because this is really topical in that we're talking about the world's most and least corrupt countries. <laughs> 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 top ten in both. Okay, so I'm going to combine this with a pop quiz, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, something that's always fun, and I get to get back at Kevin for three years of torture, (laughs) of pop quizzes. So, all right, so first we'll go
0: through
2: the top ten ranked nations perceived to be the least corrupt. Perceived. Perceived to be. Actually, this is from the CBC, so they're Mm -hmm. they're pretty accurate. Okay, so here's... I'm going to give you the pop quiz, and then we'll we'll get to the answers. Of the top ten least corrupt countries in the world, where is Canada?
0: Number one. (laughs) No, we're not number one. I would think we are in top 10?
2: The top 10. Where do you think Canada falls? I'm guessing
3: maybe number 3.
0: Yeah, I was going there, dude. Uh yeah, I'll four, say 3 maybe four. 2 if we're lucky. In the top 5. In
2: I the guess top five, oh, I yeah. guess 5. In the top 5? Okay. All right, here we go. At number 10, Germany. Okay. Oh. Okay. I didn't even Okay. Number 8. I mean number 9. No, you are skipping, skipping one. one. Okay. Number 9, Canada. What Canada, Canada? is number. We're still nine. in the top ten. <laughs> yeah, we're still in the top <laughs> ten. So we good. made the top ten, but it's interesting. I would have done the same thing. I would have gone four or five ish yep. in through there, absolutely. But they're number nine, which is kind of interesting because when you realize, you know, the countries who are less, we're pretty, we're pretty. Considering there's like what
0: 150, 180 countries around the world. That's, well,
2: that's pretty, yeah, good. Bad. pretty good. Yeah. That's, <laughs> okay. So number that's... number eight is the Netherlands. Number oh, seven, uh, yeah. Number seven, Singapore. Oh, Number of six, Norway. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Number five, yeah. Switzerland. Number four, Sweden. Okay. Yeah. Number three, Finland. Oh. Number two, New Zealand.
4: Okay. Mm. Yeah, I see
0: that.
2: And anybody want to guess who the what the least corrupt country is out of the hundred and
0: eighty? United States? No. Just U.K. Speaking. United Kingdom. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Denmark. I was about oh, to
3: say. Okay, okay now, now I see why we're so far down the list. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see the pattern? It's always the Scandinavian countries that are on top, right? It's always yeah. These, yeah. Yeah. these so-called socialists.
2: Yeah. Well, I they're would, more civilized I would have than thought us. Iceland would have made the list. And oh, you yeah. realize Iceland, the yes. U.S. is nowhere in that top ten. Do
0: you, do you know
2: the ranking of the U.S. by chance? No. No. Okay. Twenty. Yeah, no, I've only got the only got the top 10. I probably should have gotten a little bit interesting. Yeah, it would be. Okay, here we go, the most corrupt countries. And the pop quiz is where does North Korea fall?
4: Number on the top 2. 10? Number
2: 1. Number 1?
4: Okay. I say number 2. How no,
0: I uh. God damn. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good, good question.
2: Okay. All right. We'll start with number 10. Venezuela is the most corrupt. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that, but it is. It's number 10 is Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Number 9 is Guinea. Number 8 Afghanistan. Yeah. Number 7 Libya. 6 the Sudan. I would have thought that was further up. But it's not. Number 5 Yemen. I would have thought that would be further up. Number four, Syria. Number three, North Korea. So uh, it falls number three. Number two, South Sudan. Anybody want to guess what the most corrupt country in Saudi the world Arabia? is?
3: Saudi Arabia? What? United States.
2: <laughs> no, actually, yeah. It, it, depending on the time of day, you know, and, yeah. and the situation. Well, they took that
0: poll. Yeah.
2: Oh, anyway, any, any guesses on Somalia, on uh, number yeah, one? Somalia. Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> okay So, that, so Interesting that's right. in, Interesting
0: to how We also there, This of course Correlation is not causation but yeah. The 10 most corrupt countries Are all highly Religious countries too And the 10 least ones Are actually all Pretty secular isn't yeah. that interesting. Mm.
2: Well, the interesting thing, you know, that's parallel to that is that on the top ten we have done the most and least secular, mm. and it falls almost the exact In fact, I should have taken yeah. the, the two lists and put them, you know, close, you know, parallel to each other because the least, the most secular is generally the least corrupt.
0: Mm. Interesting.
2: Interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, like I said, correlation is not causation. Yeah. However, you can't help but raise an eyebrow thing. Hmm. Yeah.
2: And no? generally the um, the Scandinavian countries fall on the good side of whatever yes. Whatever scale yes. that you wanna have. The the Scandinavian countries are right up there. And they have been that way pretty well through through
0: history. So maybe if there's a Canadian politician listening to the show, maybe maybe we should stop trying to emulate the state so much and try to look more east, you know, towards Europe. Yeah. Let's look there instead.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, one of right.
2: these days we'll have to explore what... Types of corruption in Canada are are holding Canada back.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yes. There, I'm sure there's a huge maple syrup underground <laughs> pipeline there somewhere. <laughs> <That's>,
3: <laughs> if that was a thing, I want to see that. That's the real reason why we wanted the pipeline.
2: Exactly. We all syrup. would have been behind it if it was a maple syrup <laughs> pipeline. <laughs>
4: all right. Before we switch, I want to go back to chit chat for a second. Oh, go.
0: Uh oh. oh. Uh-oh. Apparently, you're dictating the show now. Okay, go for it.
4: Did everybody hear about the air... eh, I can't English today, obviously. Oh, that's good. The airplane crash at the Epsford Air Air Show. show.
0: Yes,
3: I did. Yeah.
4: So, (laughs) me and Kevin were actually
0: there. That was kind of funny to see. I told you not to take that third wheel off the plane. (laughs) You know, you don't want to listen. My bad.
4: (laughs) Okay. So, I seen it take off. And then I didn't see it come over the other side. Mm-hmm. I just seen it. I didn't even see it. Poof. Goes and
0: all. Yeah. And then all we heard was fire truck sirens. I look back. Airplane is the air show. The air show happened in Abbotsford yesterday, and uh, we were there. And of course, we were enjoying the the snowbirds, which, by the way, no offense to our American friends, there. I know they love the Blue Angels, but you know what? That's small potatoes. Snowbirds, I mean, fantastic. The snowbirds are fantastic. Proud to be Canadian. Uh, the Blue Angels are great. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're, they got a great show. They get these great jazz, and they they scream, and it's fantastic stuff. But when it comes to pure skill, acrobatic skills, the snowbirds hand down. Anyway, the show ends, and all that, and people are walking away, and all of a sudden, you know, there's a couple of old planes that are departing and going back to. Wherever they were going. This one was one of the vintage planes, mm-hmm. old planes. And like we said, you know, Dominic took one of the wheels off and, you know, it didn't quite make it. So he kind of nose dived and punched into the ground. So. For the oh, record, I didn't actually do anything. O- everybody okay? Actually, the air there ambulance was... came by, so there was uh, one of them was actually severely injured. Yes, there was one
4: severely everything. injured. Everybody else, from what the mm. radio said. It didn't catch on fire or anything like that. No. But there was one severely injured and there was. I think two more that were injured, but not as severely.
3: Mm-hmm. Something like that. But yeah. everyone was alive. Yes.
4: Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: Yeah. Unusual, they because the air show here is uh, extremely popular, has mm-hmm. been for years, and usually is run, run very well.
3: Yeah. I think that was one of the first crashes, kind of, that yeah. we've had. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. So this this is why that you don't take Dominic to an air show, because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But anyway,
4: like, like I was saying, when the air ambulance showed up, we kind of all got it. We kind of all got kicked out essentially because they had to do their thing and they didn't want a lot of people there. So, like, it happened, and that kind of made headlines this morning. And it was, I think, from the damage I seen, the complete front end was in the ground.
3: Yeah, that was the picture I saw too. Is it was just kind of sticking out of the ground I was kind of figure, trying to figure out how it was yeah. sticking that That's way that
4: wheel I tell you, you know? it, from what I think because it, there was a big gust of wind I think when he was trying to take off didn't have enough power slid off to the side wind came off yeah yeah he, down he goes
0: he's trying to establish an alibi here it's not working bud you go into prison
3: and if you haven't gone to the air show try it out it's fantastic yes All
0: right. last show's today sadly so let's do another brilliant moment
3: Rocky oh, you yeah. by religion. <sighs> Beat you to it. Uh oh. Do we have a little rivalry going on here, guys? Maybe. Alright. Not for
0: long. I can mute his button anytime.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Last month, Kat Kerr once again claimed that she had personally been assured by God that Republicans will retain control of the White House for the next five election oh, cycles. Are you
0: giving us another <laughs> swishy lady <laughs> story? Another
2: swishy lady story. Swishy my, lady. My favorite person of swishy all time. Swishy lady. My my <laughs> lady.
3: Trump will be there for eight years, she said. No. Oh. Adding that Vice President Mike Pence will then be elected for two terms. No. <laughs> after which the person who serves as Pence's vice president will likewise be elected for two more terms, resulting in 24 years of God in the White House. Uh, since when does Trump classify as God?
2: I need another cookie. Have you not
3: seen all of the headlines about that Trump is was sent here from God?
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that a, is, lot of, a lot of evangelicals are see. actually seeing that.
3: That is all you
0: see. I, maybe I should, we, we, you should ask the, the two ladies that we have as guests, you know, um... I don't know if you guys have been following this, but you guys, as Canadians, we feel that your country is like two steps away from becoming a theocracy. Has this ever come across your mind?
3: Define theocracy.
0: A government that's ruled by religion?
3: Oh, gosh. Well,
2: yeah. Well, I that least, must be
0: a scary thought. I don't know about you guys. I don't
2: think I'm gonna leave Canada. I think I might just stay with Grandma forever. That sounds wonderful to me. You're welcome <laughs> to
4: stay. You're welcome to stay.
0: Yeah, you do realize that we, you just, there's two conditions for you to stay here. You just gotta remember that we have stronger beer, and hockey's actually better than baseball. Yes, that's all there is to it. That's
2: fine with me. And curling's <laughs> Canada's I, baseball. I, I think we've just encouraged her to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Good, uh, and
0: let's face it, Justin Trudeau looks way better than Donald Trump. I mean, let's face it, right?
2: He is oh, look God. Wait, getting, getting back, I'm, I'm just wondering whether I ought to have all my my swishy lady T-shirts stopped <laughs> the presses because if she's going to, you know, predict, and we all know how wonderful she is at predictions, if, if she's going to predict that Pence, you know, is so, sort of going to start this dynasty, i don't know i the swishy lady may not have my hundred percent backing at this point I, next thing
0: we know no. swishy lady will be the vice president of Prince.
2: Well, no, <laughs> oh my god oh, no.
4: if she's the vice president i think we all might be doing
0: bunkers
3: but then if she says something's gonna happen
0: yeah, she can her, make it happen. Her track exactly. record, her track huh. is fantastic. The, right? The
2: swishy lady is. I'm trying to. Why don't you describe? I'll start, and then, then Kirsten, if you describe the swishy lady. She believes she has the divine power to stop national natural disasters by invoking some type of a um, a, a mantra and and then swishing. The, the catastrophe away. She has a she kind staff. Haha. Yeah. Like
0: she has. A, she has. A, we called her Swishy Lady because she had a staff. Yeah. At first, she was trying to to uh, stop some hurricanes, and she literally went with her
1: staff yeah.
3: <laughs> on yeah. video, and, so and we got, laughed like, so hard. Like fluffy, like like pink pale hair. bubblegum pink, like hair. Oh my gosh! She reminds me of the, that that um, evil character from Harry Potter. Umbridge. Oh. Umbridge. Yes. yeah, and it sounds like a lot like her. Except,
2: yeah, but she's she's she feels as though she's a force for good, and she tells people what heaven is like, and that Jesus has a unicorn. Is she's a pet. been to heaven? Remember, yeah, she's like been, she's yeah. she's
3: visited there. Yeah, Jesus she, is six she's foot four. Seen, she's
0: seen the mansion. Yeah, he's six foot tall, and he loves desserts.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Can I just
4: point out? I think Jesus has, is stealing. Ireland's national animal because Ireland's national animal is, a is unicorn. the
0: unicorn. Oh, there we go. So Jesus is Irish. That's yeah. why he's white. Now we uh, know. God damn it. It all came together. It was
2: how... How... <laughs> you know it's just wonderful Alex Jones said that yeah it's just wonderful <laughs> that a nice jewish boy in 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 uh, <laughs> you know in in jerusalem and in, in the middle east is is irish totally yeah just, He's probably just a
0: redhead too isn't
2: he oh, proved, god. That, that proves that there must be a god right there
3: yes <laughs> if somebody Look at us, can be <laughs> solving all the world's problems yeah
0: keep going christopher right, right.
3: The liberals need to be set free so they can have a life, Kerr said. I knew Trump was going to win because I'm a business person, and this country needed a business person to be there. <laughs> God actually said, I don't need a pastor in the White House. I need a businessman in the White House.
0: That's right. God, oh God caught me
3: up to, up to heaven four times and showed me everything that would happen concerning Trump and then showed me him sitting as president in the White House. When God chooses you, Kerr continued, and by the way, Trump said yes, he chose to be chosen. He couldn't escape it. And no one is going to stop him. So give it up if you don't like him.
0: God knew him before he was born. So does that mean that God also chose Obama? Is that it? Obama! Who's not a business person? (laughs) Obama! Mm. (laughs) What a
2: wonderful... We ought to to write Swishy Lady and have her answer some of these questions. So God's answer for
0: the United States is a 70-year-old failed businessman who gropes women... And somehow that's going to solve all their problems?
3: And has Photoshop blur hair? Apparently, yes. Okay. okay.
4: Isn't Trump a pumpkin?
0: No, uh, I think he's got pumpkin jeans.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Let's just roast Trump over here. i make
3: like Halloween more interesting. Yeah. Yes. All right. Moving on. Firefighter prophet Mark Taylor says the military is gearing up for underground underground war with pedophiles. Oh,
4: if that was a thing, I would be all behind that.
3: <laughs> I'm being literal. Underground, as in literally underground.
0: With oh pedophiles no! Pedophiles underground. Oh, oh no! It's the mole people.
3: I was. The, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. It's the mole people. Oh no! Mark Taylor, the so-called firefighter prophet and radical conspiracy theorist, recently asserted that the U.S. military is training soldiers to fight underground. Because that is where satanic pedophiles build secret bunkers in which they abuse, sacrifice, and eat children.
0: What? You know, I thought only the atheists ate children.
2: Apparently not.
0: So apparently, I mean, children no, must be becoming rare we, because I everybody guess, eats them. Apparently. I
2: guess now we have some competition. Yeah. You know, for the underground there... pedophiles. I think
0: I think I think babies are like the other white meat.
2: <laughs> Isn't there
0: like a
4: bomb that they can
3: just? Pop? Goodbye. Bang. Those uh, mole busters? Yes, thank
1: you.
0: (laughs) Put a little stick of dynamite in a (laughs) molehill. Goodbye. Bang. That's that's the U.S. plan for fighting these (laughs) underground pedophiles. Let's just make them extinct.
3: The child sacrifices, the sex trafficking rings. Where is this stuff taking place, Taylor asked. Underground, in the tunnels. Taylor claimed that Jeffrey Epstein... A wealthy investment banker and political donor who pleaded guilty to soliciting prostitution from minors a decade ago had spent millions of dollars filling in tunnels on his private island that he and others had used to engage in pedophilia and cannibalism in order to be closer to Satan. Well, hold on a sec.
0: If he's on a private island, if he's on a private island, why does he need tunnels to be engaging in whatever acts he's engaging
2: in?
3: Big Brother is always watching.
2: Well, oh. he needs the tunnels to compete with the atheists on baby smoothies. Can't we just have
3: UAVs over <laughs>
4: their
2: island?
3: <laughs> just,
4: that'd be just a lot easier, just have a drone over their island <laughs> just looking.
3: Oh, with the way oh. people fly drones nowadays? Yeah. Well, uh, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> they were having a dining room where they had cannibalism going on, Taylor oh, said. Fuck. It's all going on underground. Now, the Lord showed me something. Why is it going on underground? Because number one, they don't have any resistance underground, and number two, they're closer to the entities digging down that they're trying to invoke. That's why they're doing it. He continued. What? They're closer to the enemies they're invoking, of course. This is it's just like
0: this is just like those priests that need to fire fi- uh, a fighter jet. Uh, sorry, they need a plane so they can get closer to God. Right. So these yep. guys need to dig underground to get closer to the devil. <laughs>
2: You know when you re- when you realize that people actually believe I mean here we are, you know thank goodness we've got a steady supply of crazies that we can talk about every, day. Wow. but those crazies are also influencing. Individuals, yeah, who have no have they have no grounding. They have no understanding of of the world. And this is real. I mean, this is actually real. And they're the ones that have Pence's ear and and Trump's. Commitment, you know, that he's going to do everything he can to keep them in power. I mean, this is, you know, it's funny until you realize, oh, it's not so funny.
0: No, 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 exactly. Oh, God.
3: And they have no resistance. Apparently, read an article where the military is literally training to start fighting underground because so much of that is going on underground right now. Oh, we're going to
2: have an underground force and And a space space force. Force. Yeah! Yeah!
3: (laughs) (laughs) NATO, you better get your training going. I just got to say, I want to see the uniforms that they come up with for this. (laughs) They should just be like
4: all in black. Just...
0: No, no, no.
3: I want all out like anime level uniforms here. Yes! I, I want yes.
0: <laughs> I want the 1970s silver shiny uniforms from the space Even
3: age. Even
0: <laughs> Oh god, this gets funnier every time all right is that it that's it all right our
2: podcast is definitely coming from an alternate universe today <laughs> still to be named
0: yeah yeah
2: <laughs> somewhere we somewhere we totally left earth and we're, we're help bring us back
4: <laughs> we had to take a spaceship to get here
0: yeah it's, uh, or at least to go to the states I don't know which world they live in over there but god damn it I think we're right. on Mars thank you so much Kirsten for all this So let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Michael E. Sparks. So stay with us. Yes, I'm using your mic too, Dominic. Fine. In a world torn apart by a lack of
3: reason. Or at least...
0: And I think it should be religion treated with ridicule and hatred and contempt. And I claim that right. In the morning. Hi, everybody. This is Robert Stanley from the Right to Reason podcast. And if you subscribe now, you'll get free.
1: Learn more about the broadcast at therighttoreason.com dot com.
0: I'm the Supreme Reverend Dr. Randy Tyson from the Legion of Reason Diversion. Join me and my co-hosts, Christine Shelska, Twyla, and Nate Phelps, as we explore issues at the intersection of atheism, humanism, and skepticism. Topics range from alternative medicine to the interference of religion in public policy. We often have special guests to help us understand the topic du jour. Previous guests include
2: biologist Jerry Coyne, ex-Muslim author Ali Rizvi, philosopher Peter Bogosian and the late physicist Victor Stanger. You can watch us on the Legion of Reason YouTube channel or subscribe to the audio version through your favorite podcatchers such as iTunes or Stitcher.
0: And don't forget to like the Legion of Reason Facebook page. was preached as an official doctrine of the church until 1964 do you think that might have something to do with public opinion in Austria and Bavaria and Poland and Lithuania that the the Jewish people were accused collectively as a people of deicide of the crime of the murder of God in the figure of Jesus of Nazareth and that 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 anathema on them was not lifted until 64 well after the uh, perpetrators of the Holocaust had stood trial in secular courts and been rightly punished for their actions. How can this church say it has any moral superiority? It has difficulty catching up to what ordinary people regard as common moral and ethical sense, and it still can't make itself apologize properly. Well, joining us online is our old friend Michael Sparks. He's an author, a Bernie Sanders volunteer, and calls directly from the armpit of North America. He's a (laughs) snappy dresser and a snazzy dancer. Michael, thank you so much for joining us again on Left of the Valley. Good to be here. How dare you insult Indiana.
5: You damn Canadians, you know our president will invade
0: you. He will.
2: We always like to start the show off on a high note or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, usually it's not a high bar for us to go higher than what we usually
2: do. We've really been looking forward to having you. Welcome.
0: Yes, Michael, welcome back. It's uh, it's great to have you. Uh, For some of our listeners that might not have known you, maybe you'd be so kind to give us a bio of who Michael E. Sparks is.
5: Uh, You know... Maybe I'll do that in a minute. I just want to say you guys are so nice and you completely live up to the Canadian stereotype of just being wonderful and nice people. I only have one Canadian friend that I've met in real life. We in- we invited her to stay at our home a couple of years ago based on the fact that she seemed super nice online and was Canadian. And, you know, she came up here and she was the biggest asshole that I've what? ever met in my entire life. No. Uh, I mean, like, I... I, like, just constantly on her phone, constantly being insulting, incredibly loud. And I was so happy, because I was like, you know, it just... As Americans, almost all Americans are like that. But just <laughs> to, to, fight, to have a, an asshole Canadian friend, I think, is incredibly valuable. So, I know you're not all like this. Well, Mike, thanks really so
0: much love. for coming on the show. We really appreciate your time.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, bio, background. Uh, I, uh, I, I was, I'm just a guy uh who uh, was moved by sanders message in 2016 i got in my car with my family went out on the road knocked on doors where they needed us uh wrote a book about it uh people like the book book done books done fairly well uh and then for you know you, i guess when you write a book about uh knocking on strangers doors then some people want to talk to you so here i am
0: mm-hmm. there we go and today i just wanted to do a show because we got a couple of uh, americans in our studio with us and we got michael on the line and a couple of Canadians here and nancy that's in between the two and uh, i thought we'd just talk politics you know just talk about what the hell's going on between canada the u.s and everything around there and just you know free for all <sighs> all right so let's start the ball mike what the hell are you guys doing down there <laughs> I was as I said, it. as I said
5: last time, I was on the show. I apologize. I, uh, <laughs> if I apologize hey, we're Canadians.
2: We apologize. To... You're not supposed to apologize. That's a, a <laughs> That's Canadian stereotype. We're sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't know what this is all about, but uh, <laughs> oh, <hey now>. nice. <laughs> he gets a bell for that one. <laughs>
5: No, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I mean, like, you know, seriously, I, I feel like it's a, it's a something we'll look in our rearview mirror at and say, wow, what a wonderful thing that happened. I feel like uh, as much as I wanted Sanders to win, if Sanders had been the president, he would have had a, a Republican, you know, House and Senate. It would have been similar to Obama. You can't do a whole lot with just just executive orders. thing or, or if Hillary, Hillary would have won. I think it would have been very similar to uh what was going on with obama and just a lot of obstruction and you know everybody kind of hanging out in the middle Mm -hmm. and you know we did a lot of work in 2016 and before that and after that we don't want things in the middle we want things to the left like the 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 fox news nightmares that you know what they say about us that we just want you know to give out free stuff to everybody yeah i do i want every american to have what you guys have i want them to have universal health care I want them to have, if, if they lose their job, I want them to have a welfare program to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I want to have job training programs. I mean, all this positive stuff that we talked about in 2016, uh, you know, I'm not worried about Donald Trump. I mean, if anything, he just exposed the GOP for, you know, for what they are, which is you know, I mean, I just imagine, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, people like tell racist jokes or something in their house or whatever. Yep, yep. And then, you know, what if you had a guy who went around with you everywhere you went and was like, hey, listen to the racist joke we were just telling in our house. That's what Donald Trump is. He just exposes them for, you know, for what they are. So I think it's good. I think in 2020 we'll have uh, we'll have reclaimed uh, the House, Senate and the White House. And uh, I don't know. I don't know not the Supreme Court judges. um you know, there is a way around that. You, yeah. There's no limit to how many Supreme Court judges you can have. So if Sanders wins in 2020, he could just nominate,
0: like, 15 more, and there, boom, problem solved. Are you very positive about uh, Sanders' uh, probable nomination and uh, actual uh, be, being able to be a candidate?
5: No, absolutely not. We saw what happened in uh, 2016, and the Democratic Party is uh, is a big problem for Sanders because he's not a Democrat, and, you know, he's just jumping into their party... To just run for the presidency, you see what they thought of that. They didn't like that very much. No, no, no. and they and they tried to stop him. And I don't see why they why they're not going to try to stop him again. But I mean, I would hope that in twenty twenty they would, uh, if Sanders does run, that they would. I mean, who are they going to run? They keep, Oprah Winfrey, The <laughs> Rock, Kanye West. I mean, like, the the party the party uh, you know made a big mistake and it cost the entire country. But we have to move past that. I'm not going to be like these you know, like just downing on the democratic party. It's the, it it's the closest vehicle we have. So we'll, you know, I guess we'll make a bunch of noise. A lot more people know about Sanders now than they did in 2016. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, if it's not Bernie, then it's going to have to be somebody who he endorses. So I don't, I don't know that it'll be him. I hope it'll be him just, you know, cause I feel like it would right a great wrong, but, uh, who knows, you know what, maybe the democratic party will mess around and, uh, and, you know, they'll put Cory Booker or Kirsten Gillibrand or somebody like that up there that nobody is really inspired by. And then uh, they'll, we'll get four more years of Donald Trump, and that'll be the end of the world. And uh, everyone will be dead. And boom, no more worries. So it's a win-win. <laughs> it's a win-win. Okay. <laughs> That we said that. Thanks
2: for painting a really optimistic picture <laughs> of what's going to go on in the states. It's just a pleasure for us to look south and be be that thrilled with with the future. Thanks, Michael. You, I appreciate you. It. You
5: guys need to build the wall. Talk to Justin <laughs> Trudeau. We're you you need it. to build a wall against us. I mean, we 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 want out of here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, you know what, uh, Michael. I, I I I have a little pop quiz here. I thought I'd make you go through because you said so you're so good into politics. This is a pop quiz we actually did with Eli Bosley, but I thought I'd give you the same pop quiz. So if you're willing to play to play with us, you want to play. And you know what? We'll oh, have yeah. Ramsey and Parker play too because you know oh, they're goodness. awesome too. Okay, three questions or multiple answers. Okay. Now, we all know, for example, that safety is primordial for the President of the United States. And, of course, the Secret Service has codenames, right, for the people they protect. Now, what is the code name for Melania Trump? Is it A, oh. Lady Marmalade? Is it B, Escape Shawshank Skank? Is it C, First Really Don't Care Bear? Or is it D,
5: The Other White Meat? And and are any of these the actual answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you have to be Lady Marmalade if it was it, okay. So uh no, I, I I I from those four answers I would just have to say um I don't know. <laughs> I I, I if, if I were if I wouldn't it be great to to do, to be her And just to divorce the guy and, like, write, like, a book about it right now. If I were her, I would totally just write, like, a tell-all about what a jerk he is. Then she doesn't need his money anymore. No. Wouldn't that be great? I don't know. It might just just still happen, though.
0: It might just still happen if she doesn't get killed.
2: No, I think she's. I, I think the money is still there. She's just waiting for the perfect time to blow him off and to to have her own her own life. Yeah. I really do. I think that's a business arrangement. Has to yeah. be. I can't. I can't see the attraction other than the green stuff in the bank.
0: Okay. Yeah. Question two. Now, why does Donald Trump have a trade war with Canada? Is it because a he had stomach indigestion due to a Canadian poutine? Is it B, because he's jealous of Justin Trudeau's hair? I'm <laughs> jealous of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> is it C, because it's a tape of a Canadian prostitute with maple syrup? Or is it D, because of the hungry look Ivanka gave to Justin Trudeau?
3: <laughs> is, this a, is this a trick question again?
0: <laughs> They're all trick questions. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, it, I'm going
5: to have to say all. All <laughs> of the <laughs> above, <laughs> secret <laughs> answer. <animal. laughs> all of the above. All of the above.
0: Okay, third final question. Now, we all know being president is a difficult task, so Donald Trump needs a pastime-slash-hobby. What is his? Does he, A, enjoy a bowl of King Jong-udon noodles? (laughs) Does B, does he listen to Ra-Ra Rasputin by Boney M? C, does he have stormy discussion in the oral office? Or D, does he like to ignore Puerto Rico altogether?
5: Uh, again it's 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 all of the above and these are these are
0: thanks for playing mate. that was <laughs> awesome <laughs> Oh
5: I mean i you know i mean the 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 genius is in the in the writing I mean like I can't add anything to this it's just like hey here's a here's a setup and four punch lines, and they're I'm sitting here smiling and it's wonderful, but i i can't i can't I can't add to them they're perfect
0: <laughs> well thank you, thank you appreciate that uh, mike so so when when you when you look at the uh, the next four years there and you you painted a very optimistic picture. What do you think... Let's say, for example, that it happens. It happens like you think there. Uh, how long do you think it's going to take for the American government to maybe cut back or, you know, repair all the damage the current president is doing?
5: You know, you know, you know just while we're talking about it, I try not to think too much about this, but uh, we're talking about, like, the peaceful exchange of power in America, which we've had for, you know, pretty much the, ent- the entire... History of our country, I I I don't know if uh, Donald Trump is going to uh, abide by the rules with that. So I think it'll be before I think about even who uh, repairing the damage. I don't know that that guy's going to leave. You have any thoughts on that? I, I don't see him leaving. I think if if Bernie Sanders, for example, were to beat him, I think he'd come out and and call call election fraud because the people that follow him, yeah. they're 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 very much into. These different conspiracy theories, and uh, I think he would say that, oh, these socialists are trying to take over our country, and you take up, we better take up arms. That's what I think he would do. I honestly think he was prepared to do that against Hillary Clinton, based on the exchanges between his son and uh, WikiLeaks.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you know, where they asked him to protest when he lost because they thought he was going to lose. And uh, so, I don't know. I mean, does the he keeps making comments about being, you know, in there for sixteen years or being. You know, like how the North Korean people respect Kim Jong Un, and he wants the American people to respect him that way. Everything, every word out of his mouth seems like he's a dictator. So, I'm interested to see what happens if 2020 comes and and he loses, and he says, "I didn't lose, and I'm not going anywhere."
2: Mm -hmm. Well, moving things up uh, and, and giving a hypothetical, if the Democrats take over. Uh, the house and with all of the legal challenges um, do you think that there's a chance that he's going to be either impeached or forced to resign because he doesn't want to have all of his business dealings revealed in in an impeachment process do you think that's possible before 2020
5: yeah i think that's the i think that's the goal for the democratic party actually i think they want to I think they are going to win big uh, on November 6th. I think it's going to be, you know, like kind of a huge day for America, because basically once they take once the Democrats and I say they because I don't know, like I said, they're the closest thing we have. But they're, you know, I'm not exactly in good graces with the Democratic Party and a lot of their agendas. But it's, you know, uh, if they taking back the House from the Republicans will, in effect, pretty much make uh You know Trump basically the same as Obama was, where he couldn't get anything through, and he's pretty much exhausted most of his executive power with executive orders. So he'll just basically be a lame duck sitting in there, and then they'll have the option whether to impeach him or not. And I don't, I don't think they should. I think they ought to just let him continue to destroy the party for two more years to get a big voter turnout in 2020. Let him run again in 2020. They don't want. what What if? What if? Like, what if it's John Kasich in 2020? He could actually beat any of the Democrats. I mean. He polls really well. Ted Cruz is more dangerous. I mean, let let Trump just just you know go until 2020. Don't you think that's a better decision? As long as he doesn't uh, you know blow us up and kill everyone, like you know, like I mentioned earlier.
0: That's an <laughs> inter- that's an interesting thought. Let the guy go.
2: It, it is. It just kind of depends how much damage he could accomplish before you let that run out, because we we don't have three branches of government anymore. We essentially have two. We have the judicial branch and we have the executive branch because Congress, especially the House, is now the party of Trump and they're not doing anything to protect the United States. They're just protecting the president. So it's difficult to tell, you know, how much traction they're going to keep until and, and 2020 and and don't do you do you feel that 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 probably is the, the the biggest danger or or am I kind of going off on a tangent from where you're sitting
5: no I think I think you make valid points I, I it's um, you know we always we, we keep making the everyone keeps making the correlation between uh, the fascism that occurred in uh, late 1930s uh, Germany and what we're seeing in America right now and you know of course you want to think that that's just paranoia but I don't know. I, I I actually have studied studied that quite a bit, um, and I do see like the, like the people that sided with Adolf Hitler. They weren't big fans of him. They sided with him, you know, for their own self preservation. These uh these GOP uh, Congress people and, and senators, and they hate that guy. They hate Donald Trump. You know, the exception of a couple of the huge bigots like Stephen King of Iowa uh, and a couple others, but. I mean, they, they hate the guy. And there's been leaks left and right about how they think he's got dementia and how they think he's in common. He's an embarrassment. I mean, you would just wouldn't want a guy like that representing your party. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the, you know, they have to be careful because just imagine like you're up for your seat and you say something, you alienate all the Trump supporters in your district. Well, that's going to be like a good percentage of, of voters for you. Not all conservatives are Trump supporters. But if you lose the Trump supporters, you're going to lose your seat. To, to you know to a democrat mm-hmm. so I, they're all just you know trying to side with him and hope nobody wants to see him impeached more than the people that hold seats in the house and senate and the gop they want him out of there they want pence in there and you know and then they can kind of it's go back really to the same fa- same fascism as usual that's not as pronounced but uh yeah i no, i don't think you're going off on a tangent i think i think that um you know they it, it's they're they're defending him like you're saying and that's very dangerous because as he continues to move further and further to the right, it's they need to stand up and say this guy does not represent us, but they won't because they don't want to lose their seats.
0: See, it seems to me that the, the GOP is at the point now they've they've been cultivating the uh, Republican voter for decades now with everything from Fox News to f- fake conspiracies, and now that the uh, Republican oh. voter has decided to ally themselves with Trump I think the GOP is to the point they like, say oh whoa we're losing we're losing control on the beast now the the beast has been unleashed and I think they're, they're starting to realize that this is this is gonna be a problem for them
5: yeah, you're exactly right I mean you spend you spend decades cutting funding to education mm-hmm. and writing the backs of these monster uh, fake news sites like like Fox and Bright Bart and, uh, you know, and, and then you do that and you end up with this kind of like super mutant, uh, you know, in a, in a big truck who has a rebel flag and is just, you know, an uneducated monster, but they have a vote and there's, and they've been churning them out here by the, by the tens of millions. And then on, on top of that, we have this electoral college, which means if you live uh, in a, in a rural area, your your vote is weighted sometimes to the point of being four times what a what a what a what an urban voter gets. And you see, and you get situations where a guy like loses by three million votes, and is the I mean, it, yeah, it's they they made this bed, and now the whole country has to lie in it. I hope there's a valuable lesson because it looks a lot like the fall of an empire. But I I I think Americans, for all of the Flaws that they have. I think they are a resilient people, mm-hmm. and I, I think we will come back from this and hopefully learn a valuable lesson.
0: Yeah. Uh, do, do you feel, do you, um, Michael, do you feel that you know um, when the founders, the fa- the founding fathers of uh, the Constitution, all that, they they tried to predict the future with when they were writing the Constitution, but they could not foresee a man like Donald Trump. Uh, they tried to foresee a populist that would take over, and that's why the electoral college was invented in a, in a sense, right? So, but somebody like Trump, they I don't think they could foresee. Do you really think you guys need to do some kind of reform now?
5: yeah, there's there's so much there's so much reform. that's but that's what the Constitution is about it is is you know it's a it's a living, breathing document that is meant to be amended. And we get an amendment about every ten years in this country's history. I think believe we have twenty seven of them in about two hundred and seventy years. And we're due for we're due for a, a constitutional amendment that gets money completely out of politics, mm. for starters. And, uh, you know, I mean, some would argue that there should be an amendment uh, to uh, correct the misund- vastly misunderstood Second Amendment. I'm not really – I don't know. I don't really think that ne- is necessary. But, you know, the 21st Amendment overturns the 18th Amendment. This, that's what we do. We make mistakes and we say – Prohibition was a mistake, okay, let's write an amendment to get rid of it. You know, we we it's just part of that's it. just how it is. We have to look at this thing as like, you know, this is a it always cracks me up when the Second Amendment people get so gung ho and they're like, you know, it's it's in the Constitution. I'm like, Yeah, it's an amendment. You know, they said let's you know, we amend it we amend it. And so I think that yeah, uh, we do need to look at how we do things, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. In a way, I'm kind of glad that, that that I mean, I like the way the GOP handled Trump coming through. I remember, um, I remember them saying, um, I forget, I forget the guy's name. He's the, he's like the the head of the GOP. His name is escaping me. Uh, and he Ryan? said, "We are not." I'm sorry. Did you do you have it? With Paul Ryan. No, no, not the McConnell? speaker of the house. The like, uh, he's he's anyway. Mitch McConnell. M- Besides, it'll huh? Mitch McConnell. No, he's, he doesn't hold that position. He's like, like anyway, he was like the Debbie Wasserman Schultz of the DOP, and his name has just escaped me. He, Rince Priebus, Rince Priebus, that's oh, okay. it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, such a strange name, I have trouble remembering. Anyway, Rince Priebus said, when interviewed by Chris Matthews, they said, aren't you going to do something about this guy? Aren't you going to stop him? And Rince Priebus said, I, if if our voters, is this is who they want, then that's what we have to, to do.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And I wish the Democrats had said that because then it would have been Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders would have annihilated the guy. And, and you know, and it would have been Sanders would be the president. But, you know, at least they listen to their voters. So I don't know. I mean, I I don't want. I don't I don't really think we should change the way the president is elected outside of getting rid of the electoral college. So it's one person, one vote. I think I think that uh, it's fine. And it just shows right now how broken our entire system is that a reality TV star who, like, talks about having sex with his daughters, it, you know, is 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 the president. I mean, we need to change. We need to change some deeper things. Like Bernie always says, change starts from the bottom up. We need to fix our education system so people wouldn't even want to vote for an idiot like this.
2: So so you're really saying, if I understand you, that democracy is really a messy process and even though you take a wrong turn or take the wrong curve that the power of the vote and hopefully the intelligence of the voter are going to write everything so that we get back on the right path so people who are really depressed at this point ought to think of it as just sort of a bump a bump in the road and and ride it out and and vote their vote their opinion in, in the midterms.
5: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's part of what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't know. You say the intelligence of the voter. I mean, I guess that's what I'm really focused <laughs> on because, I don't know. I mean, we, we, we accept that democracy is the best system and we just accept that blindly. And, you know, America will go and drop millions of dollars in bombs on your country in the name of democracy. I don't know that we've ever ever had any real, real democracy here. I think more like it's maybe the struggle for democracy. The, the, the You know, the futility of trying to implement a democracy and you say, you know, I mean, like you can go out and research uh, and, you know, really do you, you know, say, Oh, this candidate, you know, is this voting record. And this candidate is this voting record. You can go, you know what, you can go out there and vote 200 people who don't give a crap about anything are going to go out and vote the opposite of you based on nothing based on a, a letter by the name. And so, I mean, you know, it trying to get an informed populace would be nice but I mean, I, I, I don't really, you know, I just, I'm comfortable saying I don't really know all the answers, but I know a few of them, steps that we can take. Just like I said, like getting rid of the Electoral College or exploring, exploring other systems like ranked choice voting and things like that. I, I look at this America as just still a, very much an experiment. I mean, we're still a very young country. I mean, how old is Canada?
0: Well, we're actually younger than you guys. We just celebrate. Really? yeah, we just celebrated. Ours uh, was founded in 1867, so we're actually a bit over 150. Oh you guys
5: look you guys look really great too. I mean like oh, yeah. like just probably oh, because you're so young. You. I always just I mean wow. <laughs> so so yeah, well, I don't know then. Okay, so we're old and we're stupid. Okay, great. <laughs> Canada's, Canada's great. You happy now? We did you already know that. Is that all, Is that the, the whole reason why you had me on here? Is it's just, just the whole remind reason. remind me of like how it. crappy we and crappy and old we are.
0: <laughs> and we have bigger better beer.
5: <laughs> you do. Yeah, better beer. You have like Is there one thing that America's better at? Seriously, can we can, can you just go me a bone here? You
0: guys are great at marketing yourselves. That you are fantastic at.
5: Yes. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. What about rock and roll? I mean, it, like, you guys got Rush. What else is
0: there, really, though? I mean, we have everything else. No, no, yeah, you guys, yeah, we do have some Canadian rockers, but you guys, yeah, rock and roll is totally US, yeah. You
5: guys got Brian, you guys got Brian Adams. I mean, seriously. I mean, that kind of hey.
0: eases the whole playing field right there. I mean, I think, I think we're even at this point. I don't think he, I don't think he likes Brian Adams. <laughs> I don't
1: think so.
0: Hey. <laughs> Michael, speaking of our two countries, uh, there's kind of like this ongoing trade war that's happening between the U.S. and Canada. I think, I think our, our countries have never been so far apart since 1812, really. Um, now, you being the, the, the layperson and talking to a lot of ordinary people on the street, here it was huge news. I mean, we're still talking about it, and, we're, and you know it was front page of the paper. But how does the average American feel about this, or do they even know?
5: Okay, that's 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 the answer right there. Is they have no idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, like that's depressing. Well, no, I mean, it, you know, and Trump Trump recognizes this, and he's he's got a plan, and that is to just say like that he's doing great a lot, and tweet that he's doing really great, and like and then because the, nobody in America knows about these things. It's just like they don't follow it, they don't care. They don't it's it's amazing. I mean, it's just like pretty much pretty much in a, you know like on, on social media, you know, I have like a little microcosm, a little echo chamber of a few thousand people who are pretty educated about politics in general, but once I disengage from electronic media and I go out and, I, and I, I'm and not talking about just Indiana I just got back from Philadelphia last week I'm all over the place and I go and I talk to people and, and people just have no idea if you ask people and I have if you ask people what do you think of uh, of these trade wars that you know we're trying to engage with China and you know people will just be like it's all identity politics. It's 100% identity politics. If they like Donald Trump, they say, oh, you know, Trump's going to Trump's going to get a man. You know, he's a he's a businessman. And, you know, he knows, you know, they're going to go on that side. If they don't like Donald Trump, they're going to say, oh, it's just awful. It's just awful. You you could ask him why. Everybody yes. knows why. Yes. So, yeah. Nobody knows. No, that's
0: been, that's been my my uh, my my thing too. Because uh, especially on social media, I get into these conversations, and right away, as soon as I post, I, I'm talking to people, I'm asking these these questions. Because last week, like we had Anthony Magnabasco, So I like to ask these questions. Why do you feel Donald Trump is a good a good asset for your country? And right away, they say, "Oh, look at this Hillary bot or something like that or whatever," and said, "No, no, no, you you." You misunderstand. I'm Canadian. I don't have a horse in this race. I just want to understand why you feel that way, and they can't answer. They can never really answer. They just turn the conversation, they disappear altogether, or they turn the conversation to something else.
2: I think Trump found two nice shiny toys in his in his little president box, and one was the power of tariff, and the other was the power of the pardon. And he's he's going to use both of those willy nilly because he can. Mm. And I, I think apropos to what you're talking about, until the tariffs hit everyone's wallet or hits the wallet of those people who are are most um, involved in this, like the soybean farmers and, and others, that's when I think people are going to suddenly look up and say, oh, you know, now we have to really be concerned about what what uh, Trump is is doing, but until it hits people economically, I I, I think it's probably going to con- you know continue to be sort of an apathetic you know response from most mm-hmm. people. And mm-hmm.
5: so, you yeah. know what he would do if anybody. First of all, the the, the delay from the time legislation gets passed until the time it, it affects people is is long enough for them to lose their attention span and and not understand like you know. What has happened to them? And but even if they did, he would just say it was Obama's fault. And they and and like a lot of people would just forty percent of Americans would just say yeah. I mean, you know what it really comes down to in America. You know, this is like a a society that loves pro wrestling and who loves you know certain actors. It's a very identity-based culture, and and so it's just really. It's really interesting to watch that someone can come out and basically code, say, uh, you know, virtue signal, I hate black people, which is what Donald Trump has been Mm -hmm. doing for eight years, even before he he got in the White House. I mean, the whole birther movement, him trying to just harass harass Obama. I mean, the bottom line is, like, Trump supporters, and this is a large scoff of America, they just don't like black people. So he can come out and say. Uh, Obama, It's Obama's fault. And they're like, yeah. And they believe it. They really believe it. It's unbelievable. This country was founded on racial injustice. I mean, it literally from the very beginning, we've always had racial injustice. And uh, we never wanted to talk about it because the people that were in power don't have to talk about it. And so now it's being brought out. People are seeing it and you're seeing like the, you know, the. You're seeing what America truly is, yeah. and I, I think that has to be a good thing because if you were a person of color, if you were a gay or trans person, uh, if you were a Latino person, you had to live with this stuff every day, and no one wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And now here it is, and things are getting worse. But maybe you know, you know I'm sorry if talk. I'm dodging your question about the about trade. I just. I just think that really the big thing with it is identity politics, and Trump can do whatever he wants as long as he can blame Obama for every everything that doesn't work out.
0: I guess uh, the easy way to say this is it's a lot easier to thrill people with hatred than it is to do that with reason.
5: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a perfect quote.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we we got to talk about, you talk about that 40% percent all accept whatever Donald Trump talk, says. we got to talk about the conspiracy theories because it's, you have to explain to us poor canines, what what the hell is all this stuff like, like Q and all that stuff can you can you give us an idea because it's just insane?
5: yeah, I don't know a lot about it uh, I think it's called canaan I don't know a lot about it i i um I just I stay away from the conspiracy theory stuff because you know there's just so much real stuff that has to be dealt with and I don't I feel like politics is Slipping dangerously close to being like sports,
1: mm-hmm.
5: where you know, or as a friend of me, a friend of mine said the other day, I said, you know, he kept ge- getting alerts on his phone. He was like, oh, Elizabeth Warren just tweeted this and all this. I said, do you feel like politics is like sports? And he said, yes. He said, yeah, but like politics makes me miserable and sports makes me happy. Yeah. He goes, but otherwise, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, so yeah, like uh, I don't know. I try to stay away from it. I mean, it looks like it could be could be interesting as an alternative to actual politics to just go down some crazy rabbit hole again though it's identity politics right because it's like with like pizzagate mm-hmm. you know how, how did that start that starts because everybody hated hillary clinton so it was an easy thing to stick to and that's a form of identity politics because if somebody you don't like you're going to believe crazy stuff about them yeah, yeah you know i i i don't i don't i don't know about kane i know i i when Pizzagate came out, you know, I, I looked at that for a minute and I was like, this is ridiculous. I usually try to educate myself a little bit about about what it is. But I've actually decided to stop reacting to the conspiracy theories and just literally ignore them. And if there's like if there's one that's like true, you know, like we have had lots of conspiracies in this country that have later proven to be true. Uh, you know, some I'll, I'll learn about it when we have the facts. But as far as like all these people on the Internet just playing like I mean, I I don't have that much time in the day. I got things I got to do. I can't sit around and talk about what ifs.
0: Yeah, yeah, true enough.
5: I think I'm, I a, th- I think I'm the th- same guy who just said Trump won't freaking relinquish power in 2020. So that that's a conspiracy theory. So you know, I'm no better.
0: Yeah, in a way, I I can understand that. Uh, uh, you know, I think uh, as atheists, I think we all often see that. I think your analogy with sports is quite correct because no one, whichever diehard fan you have for whatever team. They will always root for the team, no matter how good or bad the team is. You know, even when the umpire makes a call against the team, they get angry, even though the call is justified. So uh, I think I think your analogy is quite uh, apropos there. And as atheists, I think we see that also on the um, the, the parallel between uh, mammals, because we are mammals that are very good at finding patterns, right? And I think right. these these people that are doing uh, these conspiracy theories and uh, Listening to them are not necessarily stupid. They're just seeing a pattern. There is no pattern, but they're seeing a pattern, and they they they're exposing that pattern, and they just take it as gospel. They're not necessarily stupid. I think we have to resist the urge of calling right. them stupid. Yeah, absolutely.
5: And I think see, I think we have to resist that urge. You know, about anything that we're that we're different, or, uh, we disagree with. I mean, I don't I don't want to go around thinking oh, all trump supporters are stupid i don't think they're stupid i think that they are i think they're probably busy working all the time and probably watching some form of propaganda like one american news or fox news or something like that which they believe to be news now and that's the point where people say well look how how could you how could you be that stupid well i don't think it's any different on, on the left if you're sitting around watching cnn and you're thinking that's news? That's all a slam. We were in the vet with our dog, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and CNN was on. We were in there for eight hours that day, and I just kept pointing out, I was uh, like, how their headlines and everything. I was yes. like, you can see their agenda very clearly if you're attuned to it. And it's not news. It's not. It's not information. There are, are there are there places that provide news, yes, but it's not the average American is not consuming that. They are they are trusting something and being misled. In a sense, they are victims. And I don't I don't want to go around calling somebody who, you know, who's who's trying to understand the world an an idiot, although I do. And I do get frustrated. I do. I I get I get angry because I see people like, you know, I don't know if you saw the story that I posted yesterday. But like these I was just I was harassed just trying to do my grocery shopping by, you know, I, I don't know. I hate to say it, but obviously they were Trump supporters. I mean, these people are like, you know, and it's like. It's like I wasn't even really mad at them. I was more like these people are victims of propaganda, and that's that's how I see it. Yeah.
3: How do you handle those situations, like when you are confronted by those kind of Trump supporters?
5: Well, you know, it happens to me a lot because, like, you know, I have like the Bernie tattoo, and I have like, you know, all I have like a ton of Bernie stuff on my car, and I have like a little Bernie like doll in my in my window that says, (laughs) Uh and I I'm always changing like the little thing, the little. thought bubble that he has and the one one in there now says uh fight fascism vote november sixth and uh and you know i i you know i live where i live in, in in indiana and it's pretty conservative my i you know i'm obviously in a nice little artist uh community here where everybody loves bernie but you know we have to travel outside of here uh to to conduct things and when we do you know i get these guys and they're their trucks trying to literally run me off the road, and they they do the, they do the alteration to their either climate change deniers, you know about this, these coal roller guys. Mm-hmm. They alter their vehicles to where they can dump a bunch of diesel fuel onto you, like in gas form. They cut in front of you, they hit the button or whatever, and then pff, you just get dusted with like this soot yeah. out of there. It's it's it, it's crazy. And with that, you know, I I just have gotten to the point where I just like. Those guys. I mean, I had people following me through the story yesterday, calling me a libtard, and uh, you know, I dealt with it by paying for my stuff and leaving. I'm just like, I don't know. I have gay and trans friends. I'm glad. Like I said, like I said yesterday, I posted a thing about this. I can't imagine how hard it must be for for my trans friends to to go out mm-hmm. into that environment. I mean, I'm a freaking six foot tall. 220 pound uh, former uh, professional football player, and you know, and I get these guys picking on me. I mean, heck, you know, what would it? What, I mean, I know what they I know how they imagine it to happen. They want to say something, and I say something back, and then I then they've got their gun out. I mean, you know, nobody's that courageous yeah. unless they're armed, and you know, then there's like one less, quote, libtard, one less cuck in the world. You know, I know what they want, I just ignore them. That's yeah. how I deal with it. Yeah. I ignore them because you know what. If you're that miserable to where you're spreading that kind of misery everywhere you go, it must just suck to be you. To be that freaking toxic yeah. male to just go around trying to compete with. I'm 45 fucking years old. This guy that's following me through the store was like 40 years old. Who, what the fuck, man? I mean, that's just the weirdest thing ever. I, don't, I, I I thought we got done with that stuff when we got out of junior high school. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, the mentality of, of, of some of these people, it's, it's, it's very intriguing. It's very interesting. Honestly... You know, I just like to sit down with them. Uh, you know, I bet we got some stuff in common. I bet, they, I bet they like classic rock. I like classic rock. I like old Motley Crue and stuff like that. I bet they smoke weed. I smoke weed. Apparently, you know he doesn't what? like Brian. You know what? Let's just sit know. down and get high and listen to some freaking like classic rock stuff together and talk. Cause I bet you want the same things I want. I'm not your enemy, dude. Stop mm-hmm. following me. Yep. This is weird. Fair enough. Fair enough. And
2: it's 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 hard. I can tell that you're. It's not as hard for you because I can see that your personality and the way you know you think is 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 for everybody to be able to express themselves, but also to be able to be more conciliatory than confrontive. And and I I honor that. I appreciate that. I welcome that. But it's so hard for people who are not as as calm under those circumstances. circumstances to be able to say i'm not going to elevate this situation i'm going to try to de-escalate it Mm -hmm. and that's where the problem is but it would be good you know to be able to you know to um to to be reasonable in in the face of of that kind of aggression so to to me it would be, be be difficult to do so i i applaud you for for being that way
5: do not do not think for a second that i'm some kind of strong person honestly I really want to smash their freaking heads in. <laughs> you know, like and and I am capable of it but too you I don't. And I that's, the, that's the and, beauty
2: and, and, of and it. and I
5: think and I it crosses my mind every single time and you know and in order to get to the point where I had a good day yesterday dealing with it there's a thousand stories of where I did not mm. and a, a stories where punches were thrown and police were called and just various things that finally got me to the point where i just walk away it's still the same reaction going on inside still i you know like yesterday i was super offended because that the guy that was following me through the grocery was telling his seven-year-old kid to call me a libtard and i was so flabbergasted as a parent and that i i just wanted to say something and i wanted to talk to the kid i mean i've been a mentor i mean i was a big brother in the big brothers program here and i've i've always been a mentor for children i was a as a sports coach uh, for lots of little kids teams and to see that I just want to turn talk to the kid the dad you know whatever go
0: you know go watch he's Fox lo- News he's tomorrow. a lost cause older. but the kid is where you need to the focus you now
5: yeah that kid'll be all right you watch him about 10 years that kid's going to have about 30 facial piercings and and, and his dad's not going to know what to do <laughs> that's what I always that's what I always pray when I see that I say I say, you know I say you know I know you, know, you said everybody be an atheist but I always say dear god please make that kid rebel against his dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if you, you know, a couple of things you need to remember, right? Uh, you can't always move to Canada. We'll welcome you with open arms. We have stronger beer. And Nancy's an assassin for hire. So, if you really need somebody to take, be taken care of, Dr. That's there. right.
2: That's why I admire you because, you know, when you say your your inner self wants to just smash them in the face, just hire me. I'll do it for you. Yeah, Nancy, I'll take care uh, of it.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, okay, well, well, just email me your rates. I'll see what we can do. There's a lot. <laughs> work, there's a lot of
2: them. I, I work, depending on the cause, it's just a sliding scale. No problem. Every, you well, know, he's got a lot of them, if so I, you can if give him a agree, bulk price. Or if I agree it's worthwhile, we work it out. No problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mike uh, thank you so much for being on the show with us today but uh, Mike's all yours uh, buddy uh, go ahead plug yourself uh, tell us what, what's happening with you if people want to reach you where can they find you et cetera et cetera
5: uh, yeah you know if you're interested in uh, the book I wrote about uh, being on the road for Bernie you can you can pick that up at um, on Amazon uh, The Evil Empire and uh, it's called My Bernie Journey um, and then it's like an inside look at the 2016 Democratic primary If you you don't need to type all that in Type in um, my name, uh, Michael Sparks, along with my Bernie journey. It'll pull that up. Uh, as far as like, what am I doing? Um, actually, I'm um, I'm working on a, uh, a young adult novel. It has nothing to do Ooh. with politics. So that's that's just something I. It's just something that I just enjoy writing. And when it's out, you know, I uh, I'll, I'll I won't. Um, Sorry, I'm babbling on here. Anyway, th- I'm not really doing anything to answer your question. I'm just basically priding myself on doing absolutely nothing. I, w- I wake up, I meditate, I play my guitar for like two hours, I write a chapter in my book, I go back, I meditate again, I uh, I smoke as much pot as I can in a day, and just, <laughs> man, it is great to be me, let me tell you. I love The empire is burning down around me, but uh, my life
0: is damn good. Well, when you finish with your book, come back on the show and we'll help you promote that bit. Love you guys, man! Sounds Thanks like for having is. me on. Perfect, Mike. Before I let you go, I gotta have you say, "Hi, I'm Michael Sparks, and I took a left at the valley." Hi, I'm Michael Sparks, and I took a
5: left at the valley. And that was Michael Sparks.
2: Oh, what a great conversation!
0: Yeah, interesting. I was like, "God, we could have gone on with that conversation forever." Because God knows, when it comes to politics.
2: Well, you know, we start with one topic, and then we. You know, he kind of diverts into, you know, different little waterways going in all different directions. And it's great because it doesn't make any difference where you start. It leads to all kinds of interesting ideas and opinions. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. wherever it went, he's a a great conversationalist. I'd love to have him back.
0: Absolutely. I'll be interested to to, uh, hear uh, where he goes if Bernie Sanders runs again.
2: Yeah, I I can't see it. I can see, you know, maybe the next two years some... Progressive Democrat, or progressive liberal rising through the ranks that has some traction and and would have some public support. So, I mean, a socialist, a, a democratic socialist, there's the term, you know, coming up, but we'll see.
0: Moran. Dear Prince, whatever your name is. Not that you've shown the world you're a pure spoiled child with power, whose skin is as thick as rice paper, maybe you've given us something to ponder. The fact that your I'm-taking-my-toy-and-going-home policies will, in fact, hurt your people more than the 0.2% economic trade makes me sad for the undue suffering your people will go through but good rinse to bad cabbage. Dear world allies, the fact that Canada was always there for you in your hour of need, whether it's to rescue and house stranded Americans by the thousands after 9 11, or fighting alongside the UK in World War II in Normandy, by the way, the Canadians were the only ones to actually meet their objective that day, it makes you cowards when you'd rather let a Canadian humanitarian citizen be harmed than stand shoulder to shoulder with us against a regime augmented by an Iron Age religion who still decapitates people in 2018. Dear listener, soon you will hear pundits calling the PM weak. God knows where this came off of. And also you'll see calls that we should apologize, again, for doing the right thing, because... Economics. There's a correlation here. These are all conservatives, and now they show their true colors. Not blue like in Canada, or red like in the US. It's actually yellow. Being a conservative is a selfish act. It says your material comfort is more important than the life of your neighbor. And they are way too quick with the lube and bending over when money is in the balance, no matter how small the amount. But being a humanist and Canadian is much more than that. We believe in the collective we, not me. We believe that happiness doesn't equate having to lose dignity. We believe that the right of others to have a piece of the pie by simple virtue of being human. Money is a great servant, but a bad master. It unfortunately rules a conservative's life and rules the very planet, for that to stop we must be willing to say that there are things that are much more important than financial gain. Only then will these shackles of the mind be removed. That's the goal for you, Maddie. And that's what it means to be a proud Canadian. And that takes us to the end of our show. You know, before we go and we get out, I, I want to hear uh, Ramsey and Parker say, Hi, I'm Ramsey, Hi, I'm Parker. And we took a <laughs> left to the valley. I want to hear that.
3: Should we say it together? I mean, sure. Okay, so you say, hi, I'm Ramsey. Okay. (laughs) Hi, I'm Ramsey. Hi, I'm Parker. And we took a left left (laughs) at at the valley. valley.
2: Yay!
0: That was awesome. Don't you know? (laughs) Don't you know? (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on the show, ladies. (laughs) Thank you for having (laughs) us. And thank you for being with us today. And thank you to everybody that's here today, including Dominic. You did not kill us with those cookies. Good for you, man. (laughs) You can find us at leftandvalley.com. That airplane is making a lot of noise. And you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at LETV Podcast. Send us an email at outlook.com. Coming up. Oh, my God. Where's my iPad? I don't have it. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. We have...
2: Oh. coming up our fascinating intellectual socially conscious
0: okay I'm, go, I'm, wonderful co- guests I'm gonna I'm gonna cut off Nancy here because Nancy,
2: be fascinated with and adore. Nancy over the go next ha- year. go
0: have a coffee for a second I gotta talk to everybody else okay guys what we don't know is next week we have Eli Bosnick, right and he's coming in as Donald Trump and Nancy hates Donald Trump so I've got a tranquilizer gun what okay.
2: no,
0: no no you're, no, nothing. you're having coffee Right? What? No, I turned off her. No, no, never mind. Anyway, we're just going to have to be really sneaky about this. So, until until next week, guys. On it. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll I'll, get the duct tape. Until next time. Thank you so much for making me laugh because, it, you know, you were telling stuff and, and Dominic right beside me he's 13 and he's face-palming half the time, especially when you talk about Donald Trump trying to have sex with his daughters and he's making these faces. And I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. God
1: made skeptical of anything that contradicts history, denies evolution, hates science, promotes mystery. I'd rather see the truth than to bask in my own ignorance, rather be alone surrounded by damn idiots. As long as there's a price in my body, you can bet your last dollar I'll be working hard fighting this problem. Religion is a disease, it comes from culture, only true on a regional scale. Science is universal. You to say that Horus isn't real, but Jesus is, or Zeus, or Mithra, or Vishnu, you don't believe in them. I think the reason is apparent, you do what you're told and believe in the god assigned by your parents i'm proud to be an atheist a skeptic a non-believer an infidel a heathen i call it how i see it i say it's ignorance and you just call it faith and unsubstantiated claims that's something to be ashamed of. Now let me take a second. don't mean it sounds so hateful But I swear to God, unintended, I find it disgraceful The thousands of children are raped by priests And since the are holy men of God, they get away scot-free And the Pope does his very best to keep it on the hush Don't wanna affect business, he loves money too much We know that they love the kids, but how the fuck can we protect them While they plan to molest them, we're teaching them to respect them Respect them Fuck that. The system is broke down, working backwards. And the only action of tactic I plan to practice now is to attack on the parties of God's hands are bloodstained. Millions of murders by believers. And they're all in God's name. And let me take a sec. Don't mean it sounds so hateful, but I swear to God, unintended, I find it disgraceful. That many atheists are told to be cool. skeptic, a non-believer, an infidel, a heathen, I call it how I see it, I say it's ignorance and you just call it faith, and unsubstantiated claims, that's something to be ashamed.